let me hear it. it money money talks your trusted resource for your money your your, your, your future your life chicken We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here today with Josh Weedai and Michael Griffin. Uh, I've been talking about all kind of stuff, uh, mostly, you know, economic releases this week and how the market's done. But uh, Kelly Lynn is going to tell us where we're going next. All right. I got a great case study. We have Bryce and Tracy, um, 65, 67. So just right at, you know, they're about retired here. Um, Actually, they're both retired. Tracy, I didn't read this. uh, Tracy retired at the end of the school year. Um, They're looking at their retirement budget. And while they know they can afford to live comfortably, they're getting differing opinions on which assets to tap first um bryce was taught to defer taxes as long as possible so he thought he should be working from his tax-free accounts tracy thought it would be better to spend down the taxable reducing rmds later letting tax-free money grow their friends told them only to tap what could be considered long-term capital gains their advisor is like "Mm, take a little bit from every account proportionally that's a lot of different ways it is a lot of different ways and and the the big answer is you know it depends on on you know how they need to structure it for michael you sound like an accountant you said it depends i know i I got triggered as well (laughs) all right i mean no i mean you know our our philosophy at hensler typically for the majority of people is is you know if people have taxable brokerage accounts we pull money from there until they you know become rmd age then we take their rmds and then we supplement any additional needs from a taxable account and then we would go. typically go after ross you know last last, last yeah. because they, they grow have the most tax advantage right? yeah because they grow tax free period and also if you know like brian and or bryce and tracy's case they also have children so roth iras are certainly the best accounts to inherit as well since you are mm-hmm. going to have to pay the tax oh uh, there you go income especially with the secure act forcing you to distribute those funds for inherited uh over a 10-year period right. of time yeah so unless it's to a spouse right unless it's to a spouse or uh, there's several different exceptions uh yeah. i think there's like eight or nine most common would probably be the spouse is one and then i believe it's a sibling or another individual within five or six years uh of their age. age yeah age. exactly so there there are some cases where you can still do the stretch ira but to michael's point yeah typically we do um you know the taxable assets first that being said i think there's a couple different opportunities for tax planning now mm-hmm. uh, versus waiting in the future um you know potentially making roth conversions especially if you have the majority of your retirement accounts and iras or 401ks um you know look at doing conversions basically maxing out a certain tax bracket to tax level you're comfortable with moving that portion into a roth now um, eventually you'll see the tax savings on the back end especially because it will reduce the rmd um, in the future so really just kind of prepaying the tax at a lower rate than you would in the future the other thing with the the 
taxable assets um, versus distributing from a IRA account, um, your Medicare premiums will come up. Uh, as you know, ordinary your tax at ordinary income rates for anything you withdraw of the IRA. So you'll effectively be lowering your income uh, on your Social Security if you do take money from the IRAs because your premiums will eventually go up and uh, you'll get less money monthly. How about that? Yeah. yeah, that's that's always a consideration. One of the other things that I think people miss is because your your uh, traditional IRA or your four hundred one k does get taxed on the way out. It's real easy to look at that number and assume that you have actually more spendable cash than you're mm-hmm. really going to have. Correct. Um, so you know you have to be careful with that, and probably the best way to make sure that you've got enough to uh, last you through retirement uh, is have a financial plan, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Troy, that was one of the reasons I mentioned, you know, that, you know, when there are MDH, we then pull the RMD, but then we would supplement anything else from a from a taxable account, right. you know, to not take more than the RMD to cause yeah. them more tax than necessary. And for some clients, depending on, you know, their desire to leave money to kids or what have you, sometimes it could be supplemented from a Roth as well if they you know needed a lot more money but didn't want to incur a lot more tax right that's a it's not something we typically do but it is an option depending on how tax conscious the client is and what they want to spend yeah it probably wouldn't be bad to back up a step and and explain some of that you said rmd that's required minimum distribution right yes sir and the irs requires you to take money out at the age of 72 is it now 73 73 okay it depends because there's three separate age groups so the earliest you would have to do is age 73 it depends now well it it does it they (laughs) adjusted it with the secure act 2.0 so the secure act man Both of them them have a lot of information, Um, but ages 73, 74, 75, depending on your age and and but most people nearing or at retirement age right now are going to have to start taking RMDs out at 73. Okay, it's currently 73 as we go on in years, it it does go to 74 and 75. And that assumes that we're going to live longer, right? That's that's good news. That's what they're thinking. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) historic patterns show that that's the case. But uh, so required minimum distribution, you said Roth, basically the way a Roth works, you pay tax on the money and then invest in a Roth IRA. Correct. Beyond that, it grows tax free. You can take the money out tax-free gains and everything, no more tax. Correct. Uh, you know, until you spend it or pass away and will it to someone else, right? That is correct. And then the traditional way, which is probably the biggest method for most people saving for retirement is you save before the money is taxed, mm-hmm. usually straight out of your, your payroll, your check at the end of the week, month, whatever the period is, uh, the money goes in without being taxed. And then when you withdraw it, you get taxed on that. And if you withdraw it too early, you also get penalties and yes, all kind you, of Yes, if you withdraw it before 59 and a half, you will get a penalty. 10% um, usually, right? <laughs> I'm just going to be the rules police over here. There are exceptions no, to that good. rule as well. So here's Mr. Uh, it Depends. <laughs> it, it, it is. Uh, you can take equal payment distributions for an ex- however long period of time uh, yeah, up that, until age 59 and a half. So there are some exceptions. Also in the 401k, there's a couple of different rules and things that you can do. So yeah. what it's is not that, like seven equal payments? Well, the, it's equal payments. So if, you know, it doesn't I, have to be. Seven. No, I, if I, let's say age 35 needed 
an extra $10,000 for my 401k. I could do that for an extra 15 years until I get to age 60. Is that right? Yeah. No. If you're 35? 20, 25. 25. 25. Okay. That, that one, yeah. Um, but it would have to be equal payments for the entire time. So there's not a cap on how many years you can do it, but obviously $10,000, 25 years, that's pretty substantial chunk of change, not to mention the taxes that would also be coming out of that money so there you go yeah mm -hmm. well mike i mean josh i'm giving you grief but in reality there are a lot of rules to know and that's mm -hmm. the reason that you would want to call a professional and get some help if you don't understand uh, exactly all <laughs> of the ways that you might be able to get to your money or you know how how to withdraw it uh it, it is funny that we all focus so much on uh, savings and the different vehicles we might use to save. And, you know, I thought it was interesting that the advisor in this case said, just take a little out of everything. But that really doesn't seem to make the best sense. Although we not. do say that you should put a little into everything as you're going in, right? No, well, it, it, it diversify yeah. not only your investments, but also the investment vehicles that you use. I think it's really trying to balance out the tax piece. Um, obviously, if you're taking out money from the IRA, you're basically taxing some of it now where your RMDs, you may be in a higher tax bracket. So you're lowering the future RMDs while prepaying the tax now. But I, again, I think you could also look at doing Roth conversions as a potentially better strategy since you can kind of never have flesh, to worry about the tax again. Flesh that out a little bit. Yeah, Roth and conversion. you can be a little bit more strategic, but I, I, I get where that advisor is coming from just to try and balance the tax situation a little bit more. Gotcha. The, but the Roth conversion, uh, that's where you take some of your traditional IRA? Yeah, traditional IRA um, or, or 401k, obviously, you'd have to roll it over into a separate IRA. But yes, you would convert a certain dollar amount, um, move that money into a Roth, and then you'd be uh, forced to pay the taxes this year. So it's like taking a distribution, but you don't get any of the money, which may seem like a bad thing. But again, you do get the tax deferral and you it's don't have to worry future, about it. Right? Yeah, it's, it's for it's the future, right? It's for the future. It's a plan for the future. Typically, the best time to do that is when someone's retired and they're not quite RMD age yet. So if you have a window there yeah. of, you know, three, well, four, this, or five yeah, years to, these, to step in there and do that. So between I mean, 65 if, yeah. and 73, if you fall into Which is exactly where better. this couple would be. Correct. So, right. yeah. Correct. Okay. Nice. All right. So uh, there you go. If you need strategies, you can call, uh, ask for Josh Weedi, ask for Michael Griffin, number 770-429-9166. Kelly Lynn, what do we got coming up in this final segment we've got our question mailbag how about that yeah we're Every gonna single time i i don't have anyone teed up um but i do have a couple of good ones so we will get to those when we come back you're listening to money talks your trusted resource for your money your future your life this has been a production of hensler money talks All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. 
This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.